guys well welcome to the, the tory says show i've got a guest with me an actual good friend hey ivan welcome hey, tory. I, yeah you haven't been on here before have you no this is my debut world premiere thank you for having me tory finally in digital <laughs> oh now instead of you know, in person <laughs> i like to keep, i like to keep my friends quiet because people just think that i google stuff you know so um i love your work and I love your family. Your son's amazing, by the way. And, Thank you. And today we're going to talk about something that I've been talking about for years. I know my audience is well aware of my position on the vaccine from before the vaccine was created. The so-called uh, vaccine. I oh, you mean, you mean the tracking device, right? This is, this was I necessary. call it the emergency use authorized DNA mutilation injection. Well... You know, it was all for a purpose. If people actually paid attention to what President Trump said when this all came forward, you know, with this whole lockdown thing, what's the first thing he did before he announced the lockdown? He pushed real ID, right? Because the whole purpose of the vaccine was to have a mass population experimentation cohort, right? Where they could separate us. And it was, it was, it was pretty astonishing to see how other people didn't get it. Like, why would he talk about real ID and pushing it back if we're locking down for COVID? And so the man's a genius. People just don't pay attention to the minute details. Um, and he had to, he had to toe the line. Uh, you know, cause people actually, actually, if I may, since we're talking kind of like the strategic frame and we're going to probably go into detail on the whole CCP 19 origins and kind of how we responded to it as a country, I think a critical thing for people to, and I'm sure your your audience knows this, but I want to make sure that I'm also on the same sheet of music with your audience. Here's how I, I, I saw it, right? You had the lab incident in Wuhan. Uh, you couldn't call it Wuhan anymore because the CCP directed the temper, their, their agent, temp, Mr. 10% for the big guy, and then the original COVID task force lead, what they call the COVID task force lead, a guy that was supervising Anthony Fauci, guy by the name of Mikey Pence, who ran that task force, and curated and manipulated the information that would then land on President Trump's desk, and probably the same guy that provided top cover for the very FB lie that ended up coercing and censoring through its foreign influence task force using the liaisons known as Joe Pienka III over in the San Francisco field office, along with his subordinate uh, Elvis Chan, to contact the former FBI general counsel, who was at that time the Twitter number two lawyer, Jim Baker, to then coordinate the entire manipulative scheme on all censorship, who could talk, who could talk about what, and oh, by the way, in order to make sure that the sponsors and the official fact checker of Twitter could make money hand over fist, and I'm referring to the official fact checker of Twitter was Roy Tards, as I pronounce it. I think it's spelled R-E-U-T-E-R, -E but it is pronounced Roy Tards. And the CEO of that very Roy Tards, which is, was the official fact checker of Twitter 1.0, he was also a board member of the biggest DNA mutilation and in injection distributor worldwide, a little company by the name of brought to you by Pfizer. 
Pfizer, Moderna, you know, and what's weird is, um, well, with my audience, we were talking about the vaccine from like the get go from like March 2020. No joke. And I actually did a show with Millie right before the lockdown. We taped it and we were discussing how they're going to deploy. Show me your papers and vaccine passports, Uh, because this was all about uh, putting us on the system. Uh, You know, this this was the encroachment on our privacy. And that started with Obamacare when he released the AER systems. And I've been talking about that for years through Obamacare, where we share medical information globally. And the, mm-hmm. the, the whole premise was, well, if you know, if you're in like, I don't know, vacationing in Thailand and you break your leg, you want doctors to have access to your stuff. It's like, maybe I don't, you know, maybe I don't want some rando another country to be able to access my medical records and well, well, yeah medical records are the most invasive and intrusive data of all which is your dna exactly. and there's a, there's you a got great article that. written by i don't know if you know colonel retired john mills who served on I the do. security council yeah. uh but he wrote an article fantastic absolutely the first one and and very substantive about how the whole scheme with the pcr testing he kind of linked that back the whole COVID regime links back to the collection of dna in order to feed the big data the ccp big data right because a lot of companies start to link back, whether it be directly or indirectly through investments of uh, CCP-led companies in the whole COVID regime, right? And he, he made a very compelling case that was uh, published on Epoch, TV, uh, Epoch Times. Yeah, no. Uh, hey, like I said, you're preaching to the choir. Every okay, so we're on the same sheet of music. Yeah, no, Maybe we, I'm a little bit behind. I guess I'm a little bit behind because I was so focused on still trying to remedy the 2020 election. Well, you know, that comes hand in hand. I mean, they had to pull that. It, it was either that or aliens, you know. <laughs> that was it. They, they had to figure something out. And fear really works. So aliens, you know. But guess what? Fear works on the weak. Yes, and guess what? That's a perfect segue. It doesn't work on Lance Corporal Catherine Arnett. No, nope, She knows she's absolutely right. I need to basically say this. If her mom's watching and anybody that's close to her that's watching, I've kind of observed the story from a distance. I heard about it first when uh, an individual by the name of Terminal CWO, who I've been following on Telegram for quite some time now, he's essentially the go-to independent journalist, investigative journalist that is exposing government corruption specifically within the Department of Defense, the weaponization, overreach, and corruption within the DOD. And as I started to see this story, uh, I'll be honest, Tori, I don't really get emotional, some you know, but there's some things that make me angry. So well, when me, you, when you, you see water or or my eyes getting moist, it is from absolute anger and fury. And it's not about anger and fury on others so much as it is on myself for not getting involved sooner, quicker, in order to be able to utilize my network expertise and just uh, you know. It, the collective net- networks that I have in order to apply the necessary pressure to be able to correct the record uh, on the situation. And th- I-, I argue that this is the singular most important case that needs to be put out there, like mass distribution within the independent well, podcaster she network. Was in the, she was in the damn brig. You know, I, I, I my 113 audience- days yeah. in the brig exactly. because she refused to submit to the unlawful, unconstitutional, manipulative COVID regime. And by the way, she was detained and then she literally just got out two days ago. This was after the mandates had already been rescinded. And guess what the uh, the public statements by the Marine Corps have been? Oh, it's, it's due to unrelated things. 
But when you look at the timeline, it is so clear. You can't, I mean, you can maybe fool the idiots that ended up taking four booster shots. But guess what? There are very few people that are wanting even a booster nowadays. So it's going to be hard to convince more than maybe a couple percentage points of society at this point with all the Twitter files releases and everything else going on in Congress with the wait exposure till, wait, of wait all the lawlessness. Wait, wait till the Twitch and the YouTube files come. Like, that's coming. But, you know, what's interesting is, you know, my audience knows my my best friend. Like, literally. Ivan, best friend. Like, pajamas, Harry Potter, kitty cats, we hang. And she's a lieutenant colonel, and she went through hell. You know, could you imagine during COVID, she was PCSing Oconus, right? And she wasn't allowed any liberties or anything, uh, was forced to wear a mask because she refused to take the vaccine. And at some point when she went to her new command out in California, uh, you know, they were pressuring her, uh, you know, when it came down, you're going to get fired, you're going to get fired, right? And they were using that on yeah, everyone. No, no, no. They, did. they did. And the thing is, she's also a PhD nurse. So she's not like some person that doesn't know. And they, 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 they have you go through screenings. It's like, I just don't want it. Like, can you stop? Like, so, I don't. So here's how it started. So I was in the reserves and I was a contractor within the Department of Defense. So I witnessed it firsthand from myself uh, in a parallel kind of construct where the, the coercive pressure was escalating in the contract capacity and then also in my reserve capacity. And I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to answer your little question where they first started with the questionnaire. What is your status to see who, you know, who's got the emergency use authorized death jab, mm -hmm, shot, mm -hmm. myocarditis maker, and who, and, who they don't let you be, and you can't be green if you don't have it. Right. You're green meaning deployable, green. readiness, yeah, all readiness, that stuff. Everything. You're not green. Meanwhile, like, you know, just like you, I'm one of the kind of critical thinkers and I scrutinize everything. And so as you're looking at the initial order on August 23rd uh, by the, I call the acting foe slash fake secretary Austin, because he was appointed by an illegitimate belligerent currently squatting in the White House. Anyhow, anyhow, he signs that off. And even if it was a legitimate secretary of defense that signed it, uh, nonetheless, in the footnote, it basically says that this mandate is only for approved FDA approved vaccines. But it's not of FDA which, approved. Of and which there has been there is no FDA approved. And then in the footnote it says, well, you can interchange, even though they're legally distinct, uh, between the Pfizer BioNTech and the Pfizer Pfizer community. But it was a total bait and switch, which you know, I mean everybody knows. I'm just kind of rehashing it. I know it, it, everyone yeah, everyone that 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 is a listener. And just so you know, you're reaching ears in China, in Africa, you know, they've all been, the world has been watching us, right? Completely to see how we would respond and how we act. And, you know, our military, I don't, I don't know. Did you go through the anthrax thing? I was a contractor and I remember that because I had to interact with people down Afghanistan, Iraq, right? I had the same stipulations put on me, you know, with, you know, readiness, right? I didn't take it. I was like, yeah, you could take that and put it somewhere else because I don't need that. So anthrax. Because well, Yeah, well, the first step was what's your status. But in that form, yeah. in, in small print, it says uh, this form is optional. You, you know, and I'm like, OK, hey, I'm going to opt. I'm going to take oh, that no. option. <laughs> and my option is to opt to not answer your question until you can go ahead and, in, you know, in writing with either general counsel on the civilian contractor side or through the JAG, 
basically come up with a legal opinion expressing where you have the lawful authority to mandate me responding to the question of my status. Once you can provide that to me, then I said, I will consider what my next steps will be. So I literally forced them into that and they couldn't do anything. And that turned into a, well, can we file some accommodations for you? And I said, as long as you retire me by the date that I had already planned on retiring, then absolutely. So I'm not in the, I'm not in a position of like, I, I really didn't get any retaliation because I pushed back so hard and I was already planning on retiring. So you're a lawyer. So right. you're a but lawyer. The thing is what impresses me about people like Catherine is that uh, let's, okay. I'm a, I'm a okay, let's Lieutenant just, Colonel let's battalion command select that is an attorney constitutional lawyer. Right. And I'm literally behind the scenes. You can probably imagine I'm, touch points with literally all the cases involved in pushing it back against uh, sec acting foe Secretary Austin and the entire regime as it applies to the mandates. So I'm kind of like in the know, if you will, right? Not as much as you in some aspects, but generally speaking, as in my situation, like I can see it and push back. Well, I mean, have folks I mean, like I mean, let me just say something when when they were talking about the FDA approval and that that, that document came out, you know, for common ratty, right? The minute that hit right? I, I didn't, I had already done a show. I was like, shit, I got to do this live. It was saying that they approved the name, not the content of the right. The, literally they were approving the label, right? The label. And I was and like, yet the actual concoction was still not on the streets. And as right. far as I know, I'm not even sure it's, if it's in the streets yet. Well, here's a weird consumption. Here's a weirder thing. We're giving Two years later. Yeah. But we're giving this to our military, Ivan. And it was being created overseas. So we're going to allow foreign nations to provide medication that can take out our military. Like for me, it was a NATSEC issue more than anything Absolutely. Right? because it was so quiet and they had separated it and where they were bottling it and how they were doing it. I'm just talking. Yeah. I was it starts to off as a national security potential right. concern. So I, I, I initially argued it, it to me as a critical thinker, for a new substance such as this, yeah, even if it does work, what in the event in like three to five years, it has a negative impact. Don't we want at least a portion of the force to still be in existence if it's a catastrophic impact to this injection? And no, I mean, the, everybody was just totally manipulated. It was a curated, manipulated psychological campaign of censorship, the censorship industrial complex, which Chris Ray supervised. And he implemented it through the, you know, the, the lead entity uh, uh, of Ivan? the FITF through Ivan? the San Francisco field office. Ivan, I'm, 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 I'm team Chris Ray. I fight with people all this. I stop. I'm just going to stop you right there. I'm telling Please, you. Please push he, back because I, I want to have this conversation. No, no, no. I'm just saying I have seen him in the past in a situation you know, as well as many other people know, that when you're in a tough situation, the way you respond when your back is up against the wall dictates your character. Okay. And that doesn't change. That's a fundamental thing, you know, but what MTG just did filing those articles against him, freaking love it. Cause he's going to be the ray of light. You get what I'm saying? So I'm good. So here's I, my stance on Chris Ray. Yeah. The most senior executive branch official within our government from Trump 1.0 to this current, whatever you want to call it, the belligerent occupier is the name, but uh, a guy by the name of Chris Ray and who teed him up. Like we're going to go down a rabbit hole that I, I'd rather do on a separate show. Yeah, we could do because that. This I rabbit hole is very deep. Yeah, but people need to hear conversations that we have, you know, offline. 
you know, I, I usually don't have people on. Sometimes I think people think like, damn, you're really salty on your shows. So I don't know if I want to come on, you know, and it's like, no, man, <laughs> no I like debate because yeah, you have different yeah. insight perspective and networks that and we, so can literally, we can hash it out to, to hopefully get closer to truth and reality well, based on you our and me buttheads, yeah you and me buttheads on jan 5th and you were like this and i was like no they're gonna burn shit down and i don't know where it's coming from but i love the fact that you know you're showcasing uh arnett actually i'm gonna put a picture up that i haven't shared ever right i sent it to you you've met phoebe before this is my baby right that's my baby right she's 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 she acts like an nco Okay. She's, she hasn't even gone through the motions. She's the guide, right? That's my baby. And so she actually is aware of our net situation too. And yeah, so I think a lot of people are aware of it, maybe within the military, but yeah. they've been trying to memory hole her and dead name her. It seems like within the military construct, because it, it's a problem that they don't know how to address because she literally represents the tip of the spear, the most weaponization that the entire system placed on her. And now it's turning out, especially in the court of public opinion, that the whole COVID regime was wrong. So now you're stuck in a position where from no, their perspective, originally caught. she was they insubordinate. Yeah, they got caught. That's and then now they got caught. And she's literally the most pristine case to showcase that weaponization. So, hey, Jim Jordan, if you're listening, if your staff ends up listening, he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not, which they will mark my words, Tori, <laughs> I don't they know will get this video and I'm, I'm going to request this respectfully. When you go through your weaponization hearings, as it applies to the DOD's weaponization of their the federal government from that perspective, the number one witness, it must be Catherine Arnett. Uh, once, I mean, once you guys have it, because you know what? Maybe we, needs to be we, told we, by her we, and her own words. Okay. Can we make a date? I, I Wednesday, I think it's Wednesday the 24th, right? Wednesday the 24th? Is it Wednesday the 24th? Is it? I'm trying to see my calendar. Oh, you're talking about the weaponization of the federal government hearing? There's so, one tomorrow with, with the FBI whistleblowers. Steve Friend is one of them. Okay, no. The 25th is when Durham's in, right? And then Durham's going to be in next okay, week after okay, that. Okay, let's, let's make a date. And then they're on a break. Let's make a date where I meet you in DC. I'm going to have my surgery on the 24th. I'll fly out to DC and we meet up there and then you and me go tackle the right congressman so we can have a hearing with our military personnel that have been targeted. So we can get Lieutenant Colonel Weiss. We could get Catherine Arnett. Catherine right there. Arnett. Lieutenant yeah, I don't hearings. know if you know of Lieutenant Mark Bashaw, his situation. Yes. He was court-martialed. Guess who was the prosecutor? The Vin, one of the Vinman brothers. Stop it. Yep. Ah, oh yeah. And they're traitors. They're, it's they're, all interconnected. No, but they're, 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 they're all traitors. Like when I saw Vinman, I was like, Soviet Ukraine came here in there. The twin, I heard him. I'm going to tell you this. We have to break bread sometime. No, we have like more, maybe we'll spot. do like a six hour podcast. Dude, one day. Oh my gosh. Well, we can, <laughs> we'll, we'll meet in DC anyway. Cause I'm telling you right now and I'm doing this live. So, you know, I will be held accountable cause everyone will hear it. I'm doing my surgery on Wednesday. I'm I'm gonna book my flight after the show. Do, 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 boom, you know it's a direct flight. From <laughs> and I'll see you in DC because I want to be there. Here's the purpose. Forget the Durham stuff. You know, if it wasn't for him, I'd probably be in a ditch somewhere. Seriously. Um, but uh, we need to get congressional hearings done. And the thing is, I think the target that we should have is DHS. And and hear me out on this, okay? DHS is responsible for our national security. 
So what we need to do is target DHS in regards to the vaccine because they were the ones deploying the disinformation. Well, I'm, I'm going to say something, little birdie out oh. there. For if you're an independent, oh, I don't know, podcaster, um, I would highly recommend, and, and this is all I can say, is that I am going to be hanging out in the vicinity of, let's just say, I got to I got to keep it uh, within the confines of the rules here. Let's say in Arlington, Virginia, I'm going to be in Arlington, Virginia on June 1st in the morning. And I would highly recommend you be in my vicinity. Oh, come on now. June 1st. Yeah. And it kind of segues in what you just talked about. And you will not be, um, what's the word I want to use? You won't be uh, disappointed. <laughs> Man, you know, whenever I go to Arlington, I, I was in Alexandria a couple weeks ago in DC, right? But, you know, whenever I'm in Arlington, I, you know, I get an itch because it's like, those are old stomping grounds that I want to like delete from memory only because it was my older self that I was not, I don't know, maybe it, it's the blinders. You know how horses have them. You wear blinders and rose colored glasses and blindfolds too. So it kind of, you know, I was drinking Kool-Aid, the globalist Kool-Aid. Yeah. All I'm basically saying is that if you want to be there to kind of cover potentially, uh, w w which, which will potentially be the biggest story uh, that day, as it applies to what you just said before I interjected, uh, you might want to be in the vicinity. I'll give you a little bit more details. Well, let, let me just say, people should be singing praises of this name. It's, it's you know, I, I think we touched base on a, on, a, on, a, on a different level where I said, you know, there were a group of people that had encouraged me to put my name on articles because I used to feed things to editors all the time for years, right? And I was encouraged to. Right. And that that actually saved me. Right. Um, so the more we speak and the more we get behind heroes like this, this woman is 23. Right. She's a kid. Do you know the type of stupid shit? We not do? with her actions. I know she is not a kid. This is a warrior yeah. princess that's about to turn into a queen. Yeah. Absolute. Uh, so an organization by the name of Pipe Hitters, uh, if you haven't heard of it, Pipe Hitters Foundation. Eddie Gallagher, who was persecuted uh, for his activity. Remember, uh, you know who Eddie Gallagher is, right? Navy SEAL? Yep, I do. So anyway, we uh, a couple other folks basically got involved uh, and kind of coordinated and organized a support network for Catherine. And, you know, it's just friends that were like pretty much same age and cap capacity, capability and network. And then all of a sudden, as people talk and this and that, uh, next thing I know, I go to Trump Doral for the reawaken and I happen to bump into an individual that's in her chat group and says, Ivan, uh, this situation with Kathy, have you heard of it? I'm like, oh yeah, absolutely. I heard about it in January, but it's my fault that I didn't follow through. I'm like, I'm begging you. Can, you, the please, can you please inject me into the conversation? Please get me, uh, you know, spun up on this. And, uh, after I got spun up, I kind of, I was embarrassed that I did not get involved more heavily. And I did what I could. Next thing you know, I'm literally starting to ramp up, literally circle the wagons with everyone I know. I mean, massive texts, like behind the scenes, email, text, phone calls to let people just start being aware of this story. Next thing you know, literally, and I can't take credit. I mean, the people that are on the ground there, I'm not sure if they want their names uh, out there, but out on the there base, are people out there helping her out in person. She was literally... I think it was 8 or 9 p.m. Think about this, folks. Been in the brig for 113 days. 
They took away everything from her, her cell phone, no ability to contact anyone. She has her uniform and they drop her off of base with nothing, right? nothing, right. just a uniform. So luckily, this is a resilient woman. She just goes ahead and asks somebody, hey, can I use your phone? She calls the, the phone number that she can remember, calls that person, which triggers an immediate sequence of events of, hey, you have an entire massive support network. And oh, by the way, Pipeheader Foundation is going to get behind it and uh, support with attorneys. And I know we talked about before the show, if it's appropriate, I mean, if there are more capable attorneys that have done this, uh, I'm not. Yeah, the, I got you. Here. I got you. I'll I'm, do the I'm, conduit. I'm just here to support. Yeah. No. 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 Warner. I work Warner. for whoever. Yeah. Uh, Catherine directs that is going to be coordinating this. And like, I will too. Oh. Whatever she needs, she's got me. I'm just saying, whatever she needs, she's got me. Because you know, um, they interrogated. I'm just her, supporting. Right? Yep. I'm yeah, just supporting the effort where I, I can. I was going to say when they when they took her, right? They interrogated her the way we interrogate, you know, people that we're suspect of, right? This is where you have no one in your corner, right? Zero. And, she was and, riding solo the whole and, time. And, no, 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 no. And, and because she's a woman, I guarantee you all of them were men, right? That's a f super intimidation factor. And, and that's how it plays because I'd have to- To me, edit. that's the most egregious no, part. I, I look at her as, I don't know, a niece or a daughter or a little sister- She's and the same. Me, I, I may be old school. She's the but same age as my daughter. That pisses cool. me off more than anything. Right. That but no my, one stepped in. And that includes to myself too. I didn't step in. Like I'm at fault too. I get it. But, but they 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 hotboxed her. And she's the same age as my daughter. My daughter is turning 23. She's serving in the US Army right now. Um, my eldest, right? So both my kids are serving, right? And I couldn't even imagine, you know, getting hotboxed like that with no, um, she didn't even, she probably didn't even have an advocate. That's how they get to you first. And then they put you through psychological stuff. I mean, remember Bradley Manning walked in a dude and walked out a girl that can really do a number on your, on, uh, in your mind. Right. And I don't think people understand that the interrogation tactics and the intimidation tactics that we, no, I mean, they have full physical control. And yeah. if you can pull up, if you can, Tori, if we can kind of step through some of the articles that i've been reading about yeah this, let me let uh, me let me let me pull folks to let it me pull some. let me pull some hold on so um so just so let people know like where she was she was in japan she refused you could give she was in japan yes she was in japan she refused so they you know the pressure campaign started and escalated and then next thing you know you know there's the back and forth the mandate you know there's the legal stuff going on nationally as it applies to the mandate so she's pushing back and uh, basically they, I don't know the exact details, uh, her, her mother and other folks, I'm literally just starting to get really deep, you know, doing a deep dive on the situation, timeline, etc. But they basically pull her off, give her administrative punishment. And then, uh, she basically says, no, I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to go back, uh, to the States because they want to literally get her back to the States and discharge her. And what happens? She says, no, I want to. I want to be a Marine. I still have my contract. I haven't violated anything. Uh, I still have my, at least initially, she submitted for her religious accommodation. The religious accommodation is refused. Then she yeah, does the appeal. That's, that's, yeah, you know what? And that's she it. She goes through the process and then they continue to escalate. And then they lay these different charges on her that are totally related to the refusal of the DNA mutilation injections. But because they're being, they're trying to be good little Nazis. She's trying to basically be a critical thinker and push back and say, hey, I don't want anything to do with this. And here's why. She did her research. And, and so 
they charge her, you can see here, unauthorized what's, absence. What's her, what's, her, what's her rate? I mean, or MOS for you, your army. So uh, she is a, I think a clerk. I don't okay. know the Marine Corps system as well. Okay, uh, so but she's she, like no. a yeoman admin type so, thing. So, yeah. So, okay. You're looking at art on letter E there, or excuse me. Yeah, letter E, Article 105 forgery. These are right. bogus charges where basically uh, she would do, you know, defense travel system where she would help uh, the leaders put through to be able to put in for their travel reimbursement. Right. Uh, when, when traveling, temporary duty, et cetera. So she would put in, um, you know, support others in that process. And one of those is one of her superiors. Uh, basically, they, they pulled all of her access. So then she couldn't really do her job. So when things kind of settled down, there was a brief moment where things settled down administratively, like nationally. She basically said, all right, I'm going to reapply to get access to my systems. And so she reapplied because she, I think she didn't have access to the all systems. She reused the previous form that she had and then submitted it, signed it, and then submitted it again to her leadership and they approved it and then gave her access. Well, then they're saying that it was forgery because she used the same form. Meanwhile, in a subsequent email, she, the, the supervisor says, thanks for submitting my DTS. So it's not like it's forgery when the superior knows that you have access to the systems again in order to do support for that same supervisor. It's a total bogus. They're, they're literally trying to find something on her in order to justify their treatment of her, which was initially totally unlawful, illegal, unconstitutional, just straight up raw, unethical, immoral, and illegal. It is. And you know what's terrible is that, you know, she is um, the exactly what all of us would want. Someone that stands up for the rights. She's she's defending our rights every single day, right? She's defending our rights every single day just by serving. And we should be defending her right as well. That's how I see it. So I'm going to put something up. I just want to, I don't want to put my credit card information. I'm donating to her, you know, just so... Yeah, I'm going to drop another one today. I'm probably going to do daily <laughs> no, until, I mean, until we get to 100,000. So that's going to basically it's covering. She has nothing, no clothes, nothing. Right. Like, and oh, by the way, not only is it nothing, they stopped paying her in January. They shut her entire account down and any funding. This is the length that these scum are going no, to. Hey, hey, we need to reinstate her into a position where she can go on absolute offense. Think like her. I want to give her all the proverbial ammunition so that she can absolutely correct the record and come out of this as an, uh, you know, a warrior leader, which she's already proven to be. Yes, she is a warrior. And the thing is, you know, I don't understand why the mainstream media isn't talking about it. Obviously, they don't want it in the mainstream media because then that would be, you know, a problem for them because it's a it's a conversation they don't want to have. You know? I think at this point, if Tori, can you tee up one of the songs that, that when I read about her story, these are some of the songs that I think of when I think of Catherine Arnett. You know, all of us want our kids. Oh, so which one do you want me to go? I think confident is good. I, I mean, think so. She is, she is super confident, right? And that should be, um, 
you know, the 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 the, the theme this, song of yeah, everything. it literally encapsulates. Hold Lance on, Corporal Catherine. Hold on, I just want to make this donation quickly. Oh yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to interrupt that. No, and for those that are watching, please do. And I'll share the if link. You can go to pipehitterfoundation.org, I, I think is the website. No, I did it through the donor box thing. So yeah, I it, it links to donor box. Yeah. From Pipe oh, Hitter. Okay, so I can share it because now my credit card information is not visible. And then we could get into the details of what they said. So here we go. I just made my donation. Um, let me put it up on the screen. So. You can go to DonorBox. You can actually just Google DonorBox, Catherine Arnett, C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E, Arnett, A-R-N-E-T-T, um, and it'll come up. Uh, as you can see here, hold on. Um, uh, okay, you're welcome. Um, let me share that actually on Twitter. Can I tweet? Done. That was quick, right? That's oh, thank you, Tori. I appreciate yeah, that. That means a lot. I mean, this, why are you, this why means are you, a lot to me. This is, this is not, this is, this is important, right? We should all, let me see, let me refresh this. Does it show? There we go. So this is her story. Um, I just made a donation. I, I use my name. It's not visible here. We should be donating. I would love once we once we are offline or next week, we're going to see each other. Um, and I have to swing by my attorney. But my attorney has been suing Pfizer like crazy. And if she needs a massive team, I believe that he would be ideal um, to kind of blast it out of outer space. So okay. um, so for those of you that are listening on the podcast, um, it's it just go into your search bar, put donor box, Catherine Arnett. And it'll be one of the first hits. Uh, use DuckDuckGo or Freespo. <laughs> Those work pretty well. Yeah, so it, it's going to a Pipe Hitter Foundation, 51C3, I believe, that has already essentially penned the deal with a couple of attorneys thus far is what I'm I'm hearing. So she's being represented legally. We, just, we, we need to uh, publicly make sure that the resources are there so that we can go on total offense. And I, I don't like offense. I want law offense maximum. Law offense. So let, let, let's like that. That. You sound, let's you sound that like number me. tonight. But yeah. Hey, who knows? I mean, I don't understand why nobody else is talking about that. You would think people that even change their name to some stuff like Patel Patriot to nod to Cash Patel, you'd think they'd be all over this shit. I'm well, just upset. I, I, I'm upset. Well, they don't, they don't know yet. Uh, well, they uh, should Pan know. Khan knows about it. He said to come on, so it's going to yeah, get out. He's, I'm going to be making my rounds basically without anyone asking me because it's the right thing to do. I'm going to be going out and essentially making sure that as many people I know in my network know about this story. Well, this is literally, I know I've been focused on J6, but I'll be honest, like in the I grand scheme of things, I think this is, I would even argue that this is an even more important case. Serves honorably, didn't commit any transgression, even if it was like, because let's, let's be honest, most of the J6ers, you can get them for trespass. Okay, $50 yep. fine. Okay. Exactly. So $50 fine trespass, she didn't do anything. And then they're weaponizing against her. So I think it's an even more egregious, egregious abuse. And I'm not, obviously it doesn't come close to being murdered by U.S. Capitol Police. I'm talking about Ashley Babbitt and Roseanne Boylan by the oh, okay. MPD. Uh, you know, yeah, that's, I'm that's just talking about the, the, the prisoners right now. Well, Ivan, I that's can- That's in its own category. Listen, and that's listen, why I wear this. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to see you on the 25th. 
you know, and you and me are really bad about getting back to messages. I think, I don't think people understand just how many messages we get. Um, hey, I'm the worst person in the history of humanity. That's what the algorithm says when you type in my name. That's the auto Oh my God, stop. I'm, I'm now hopefully it'll be Ivan Lance Corporal Catherine Arnett is literally the biggest bad mama jamma woman that I even know. Man, she's 23. See, you know, one thing that I said years ago is this 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 crap of an environment in our politics and our nation is going to be dealt with with our youth. And she is that 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 representation. Our youth will bring this home. America 250 will be badass. Oh, I, she's going to come out of this as a transformational yeah. leader within she the, is the the autocorrect of our culture in America. That's she, the way I see it. You know what 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 is you know, our U.S. Marine Corps head thinking about this? Like he's a yeah. patriot. Like, sometimes <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I heard you say Marine Corps blank head. Is that <laughs> what you said? I want to <laughs> <laughs> see you get it. Or do, or do you mean uh, the commandant? <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, like you know, you have to think about it. Like I know his work, and I've heard him speak, and you know. He's a patriot. They were all duped into it, and they're all embarrassed. I've like, I've apologized. Be man enough. I'm apologizing for not getting involved like sooner and earlier. Like, man up. You were wrong. Okay, everybody out there that's a senior leader. I don't know. I think they played politics because they didn't even get the back. Man up. Apologize. Admit you were wrong, at least in some regards, and let's start getting back together on this because. The exposure is already out there. Well, the thing is, like, I just don't get it because you know, if it was the 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 mm, head of the Air Force, I'd be like, okay, because you could see his work. He's soft. He's you know, he sees no issue of having someone that needs hormones to be on the field, right? I'd be terrified if I was in the field with someone that if they don't get their female hormones, they might have a you know. A panic attack. Yeah, you know? I, I really don't think that uh, someone that decides to not only mutilate their brain with complete lies uh, and then not be a critical thinker, but then by extension, then buys into those lies and then says, oh, you know what? Mutilating my body is a good thing. It, it helps readiness and it helps my performance. Uh, yeah, I think you need to be addressed with in a medical fashion there because n n never in the history of humanity has self-mutilation produced anything positive in my at least in my research right but you know what like uh, so like if it was someone like mattis let's just say in charge of this i'd be like yo that's super politics right he was involved with all that therano shit and everything right so i'd be like whatever but i yeah, never where, thought where, I where's millie on this well millie's millie's central casting he's doing his job but burger right yeah burger, not central casting not for trump he's well, central no, casting he's, for the He's the just, globalist CCP yeah. takeover. See, now you get me. See, that's what's up. But Burger, I did not expect. All right. I did not expect. Let, let, let's, let's play that tribute. We need yes. to get into a positive winning to domain because guess what? I get 100, Wait, 113 I days. Her, I want a picture of her. Hold on. She, I'm getting updates and pictures. I literally watched the pictures of her like, being outside and her little like, Smile, smirk. It literally exudes winning. I, it just—it's like literally someone coming into my cat chest cavity 
and like warming the heart, just caressing it, well, just watching those pictures. Does that. I, mean, I don't have a daughter, but to me, it's like, I love what I see. It's like, <laughs> I'm an adopted dad, self-proclaimed. <laughs> I, I, no, I'm there with you. All right, let's, let's throw her up on the screen. This is our heroine. And now let's play her tune. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's play her tune. And I, and I gave her, I, it's a mashup with Taylor Swift. It's confident. Are you ready for it? Ready. It's time for me to take it. I'm the boss right now. I'm not going to fake it. Now when you go down, because this is my game. And you better come to play. I used to hold my break back. Now I'm letting go. I make my own choice. Bitch, I run the show. So leave the lights on. No, you can't make me. Now look at that look like, you know what I'm saying? And when my daughter told me she wanted to join the Marine Corps, right? Yeah, go ahead. When my daughter told me guys that she wanted to join the Marine Corps, I was like, I don't know, like, why can't you do Navy? Well, you know, cause they have more opportunities. But you know, when I saw her <laughs> drilling other people, I was like, damn, she's in her element, you know? And Sometimes some women are just cut for that. And she's standing firm. Uh, she's like, hey, if I'm defending everybody's rights, I should be able to defend mine too. And, uh, you know, mass experimentation has been going on in the United States for over a century, right? And so this is, you know, it's heartwarming. And I've been watching it. Do you know, do you want to hear a fun fact? Do you want me to tell you a fun fact? Yeah. So, yeah. So in February, when this came on my radar and I was just paying attention, I pay attention to a lot of things and there's always the right time to talk about it. So when you came and you were like, yo, because we've been, how, how many years have we been like, yo, when are you getting on? Yeah, we'll get on. And it's like, we always miss each other. But when we meet, we're just like, bruh, 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 bruh. yeah, we should like totally do something. <laughs> it's like, we're like butterflies flapping. Talk, flapping at each other. Yeah, that's what we do. We're just like, bruh, bruh, bruh. Um, uh, you know, this was the right timing because uh, fun fact, Epstein, I had seen his jet land at the base there. And fun fact, the people that were putting this together, one of them was the one that would clear his jet. Fun fact. Which base? In Japan. Uh, an older guy, one of the really old guys that okay. does most of this, you know, stuff, you know, paperwork. <laughs> Paper pusher, he's the one that would clear Epstein's jet landed in our base. I, when I saw that, I was like, How does this good? Like, who is this guy? Or when he went to Iraq, right? I saw it, I was like, What the hell? Who is this dude? Well, obviously, we all know now, right? But back then, it was like, Damn, you know, what's going on here? So, I, I saw the name on the back end paperwork when they were creating the case, because they were on her for a while before they dropped it, right? They were trying to find a way to make sure that they're following the, you know, the- No, it was, it was escalatory pressure. Exactly. And, they thought, and, and again, let's be honest, most people folded. Most people ended up falling in line, being, you know, shutting up, coloring. And yeah, I'm talking to the people probably, yeah, I'm talking to a lot of people that are probably now looking at themselves and embarrassed. Well, guess what? You should be. You should be embarrassed at yourself. And I think the first thing you need to do is literally, 
you kind of repent, you apologize, right? And at least acknowledge that you were bamboozled. And I'm gonna tell you this, Tori, I still argue, remember the Foreign Influence Task Force was the entity that initially, before the DHS and the that DHS was Voice of America, Force, yep, USGA. It was the FBI Foreign Influence Task Force mm -hmm. that took the lead in censoring people. And how do I know this? We now have, as of yesterday, full stop proof. I'm number 85 on the Twitter list that just was released on GitHub, the 85th person on the Twitter censorship list, and the 18th of the uh, of that list that was suspended. Why? Oh, on the because list? I was I was articulating that the 2020 election was illegally conducted and illegally certified, not only down at the state level, but also on January 6th when Pe when Nancy Pelosi and Mike Pence refused to have a quorum present. They had over they left out and refused over 90% of Congress to be on the on the House floor in the joint session, which most well, people Ivan, still don't know. Ivan, and it's all on C-SPAN to hear and see. Yeah, well, I'm I'm number 760 on that, and my affidavit is the only one that stood the test of time. 760. Yeah, I was. I, was I would expect you to be way higher because I, I think know. your your reach is way higher than mine. Yeah, but no, I guess no, I no, barked no. louder. Maybe. No, no. <laughs> they, 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 you know, it was one of the many accounts because every time I would hit okay, over okay. 100,000, they would like chop me, you know, and I still haven't gotten it back. And it's like, I'm salty, Elon, but I know that. Oh, you, you haven't gotten yours back yet? Fuck no. Oh, I oh. You know what? You Offline, know what I might be able to help you there. Yeah, well, no, I'm in a different I, position. Well, yeah, I know, but it's like, you know, I think it was done because you know, Garland, I mean, they're in for me. Remember my affidavit, everyone was talking, you read mine. It's like everything that came out of Arizona and the, and the ballot stuffing and everything. I was right all along, but I was, so, so when did they cancel you? Oh, they canceled me. Um, well, I was on the plane, right? Leaving January 8th. Was I leaving? Um, back to Cleveland because I had to go, you know, for a witness for something. And, um, I said, Oh, it's happening. Cause I got an alert <laughs> that they're shutting stuff down 30 minutes later, same time that they took president, uh, general. Cause Clinton. I literally, literally on the, went. it was literally after Pence put out his tweet that he was going to be a stone cold, toxic, feckless coward that I think I posted on Twitter saying, well, it's good to know you. We're probably all going to get canceled. So see you on parlor. And then yeah, I didn't realize gonna do that. I, I had spoken to John Mates before, and I in June of 2019, I uh, I was a, in a in a lunch with some consequential people with John, the CEO of Parlor, and I I we told or basically pleaded with him, uh, get off of Amazon Web Services, and we didn't know that he didn't, and apparently found out pretty quickly on January 10th that Parlor was still on Amazon. Web service. Well, the thing uh, is, because they got canceled, so that's when we had to move over to Telegram. Well, that that's because the DOD had that contract with them, and it was that specific division that was working on misinformation. You know, when when you're tracking COVID um, origins, right? So you got canceled the same day. Yeah, so I got me like January eighth, I believe. January eighth, I was on the plane, and I said it's happening. That was my last tweet. It's happening. Thirty minutes later, there was a massive purge. I knew it was coming because. Yeah, I just knew. Let's just put it that way. I got other skills, right? <laughs> feel, yeah, it, it, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Feeling, whatever. <laughs> when you get so much information coming in, it's like, eh, the next uh, logical step is, is this. <laughs> yep. And 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 you know, for me, I, it was more of a, a you know of a 
damn, you know, they're really going hard because the disinformation, I saw it happening in 2020. So it was, it, it was actually in January, 2020. And I actually was moving to Ohio then. So I moved to Ohio, um, the minute COVID was hitting and I ordered myself face masks from Amazon on January 17th. I kid you not. That was the oh, first. Yeah. yeah so you're, yeah, you were getting the, I was, I, I knew. Yeah. Well, but I had yeah, the, the, uh, I had to, I knew what the was coming. face skin and the earlobe mutilating, um, yeah, asphyxiation I, I, device. Oh, well, look, Hey, that asphyxiation device going on airplanes back and forth. I'm just going to tell you, right. Was badass because it taught me something on the airplane. I bring a cardigan or a sweater and I tent myself in there. That way no one talks to me. Right. So I just look like the weird person that has covered her head. You know what I was doing? Oh, yeah, I have some pictures up that out there. Maybe that's what it, maybe that's one of the reasons they put me on that little quiet skies harass list for 21 months. But I would walk in there with, you know, those massive lollipops that you can buy the biggest yeah. lollipop you can think Stop. of Stop. So the longer the flight, I would get the biggest lollipop and they would say, well, sir, you have to put your face toilet on. And I said, well, I will absolutely do that as soon as I'm done finishing this lollipop because I'm actively eating, right? Remember the rule was actively eating? Oh, my God. Then they would come by and be like, well, sir, you're not actively eating. I'm like, well, actually, I am. I take my lick and it was like, it's like an eight hour lollipop, basically. So it'll it'll get you through pretty much. Lollipop. Uh, let me tell you something. It'll get you through any flight. I had anti- <laughs> they, You could tell the, 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 the stewardesses were like just enraged, but also, eh, I see what you're doing. Here's yeah, well, <laughs> well, when I would sit there, uh, my daughter and I, because you know she she she's she was under age at the time, right? I mean, she's seventeen now, but she was fifteen, and she would be with me. I couldn't leave her by herself, right? And I didn't have anyone that I would trust with my baby, so I had her with me when I was traveling in D.C. Right? Um, we would get Aunt uh, the Aunt Annie's pretzel bites with the hot dog, and we would nibble slowly or potato chips we would just have a spread right and they would be one guy was like okay that's enough you've been eating all this time i was like dude i gotta keep this figure how do you think i stay fluffy i gotta keep eating <laughs> and, and they would shut up immediately but yeah that that was bad now wait let's go to Catherine for a second yeah yeah i wanted to i'm, I'm catching wait, wait, up wait. on the internal support right now for Catherine here in the background really? yeah, yeah and uh basically she i want to give a shout out to a couple folks in here um there's Catherine had a small support network come out for her and you know who you are. I'm not, I just want to be careful on who I name. Uh, you know who you are. Some of them are actually watching and listening in and in Okinawa, right? So somebody basically took on the role as being her, I guess, surrogate mom, uh, while wow. she was out there to provide that, you know, emotional and, and, uh, spiritual stability, uh, that helped, that helped her through. And then also, uh, as soon as she walked out the door, I mean, I'm glad uh, the guys, you know, you know who you are, uh, and folks uh, affiliated with the pipe hitter foundation. Uh, thanks for stepping up because you need that like physical proximity. And I said, Hey, I'll be happy to go out there and help out where I can. It's just that she doesn't have a clue who I am. So it'd be very inappropriate because let's face it. If I'm in her position, I trust no one for what they just did to her. Right. Why would you trust anybody for what they just did to you? So it's going to require her re-engaging with the people that she trusted before being placed in that position and slowly trying to get that trust level up within her networks. So I can provide best value like with you and trying to get the message out, helping her raise the necessary resources to get after it 
uh, to literally embarrass the Marine Corps into, I mean, this potentially could be a unifying event where, uh, you know, they could basically backpedal. They're not going to do it, but maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe they backpedal, apologize, reinstate everything, and kind of she can recoup everything. Uh, and then maybe we can be on a trajectory towards, hey, the entire COVID scheme was total nonsense, and they can tee up for us the uh, list of people that implemented the unlawful mandate. And unfortunately, it's going to be a few thousand people that will be defendants in the Nuremberg 2.0 trial. They can either do it willingly or we're going to make sure that it happens uh, on our own. It'll be quicker if they do it willingly, but uh, we'll ultimately get there. Are you in? Totally. All in. So I'm with that you, said, I got, when, when we go to, when I see you in DC next week, you and me need to then target. I have very specific congressmen that I have parlay with. Mm -hmm. so I think we need to get a hearing with our military to talk about this. Yes. And I think the greatest. Don't say Jim Jordan. Witness, we're not going to be friends. What's that? Don't say Jim Jordan because we can't be friends if you say that. No, I said the <laughs> greatest witness. I'm going to give you a hint who the greatest witness could be. You want to tee up that next song? Uh, yeah, the song is ready. I just have to share. Go on. Bring up bring up a new photo of her if you can. Well, uh, let me get another photo. Where am I going to find one? Or you I can use the same photo. one. I can pull one up. I'm sure I could pull one up. Just DM it to me on Telegram. I just want to say, can I just say something on Catherine? I guess it's your show. No, I just want to say, she's at a 10 degree, <laughs> okay? And Catherine obviously possesses a fierce determination that, you know, belies her youthful countenance, right? Mm -hmm. She has a gaze like no other, a spirit that is like untamed like the wind, and she is embo the embodiment of unwavering principles of freedom and coursing through her veins. She, you know, she, her songs should be sung about her because she's so young and she, and she still stood strong. I mean, at 23, anybody can bully you into anything. And if you're hotbox and I've participated in hotboxes, it's not fun. And it was a time of great uncertainty and the whole world was grappling with some devastating alleged pandemic that ravaged nations far and wide. Governments hardly, you know, sought to solution supposedly, you know, creating this development of this mass vaccination clinical trial globally. And this experimental venture promised a path to recovery that in turn has become deadly. And mm -hmm. the whispers of potential dangers that she heard and the unknown consequences were circulating and made her wary. And deep within the ranks of the Marine Corps, Catherine found herself torn between the loyalty to her command and her beloved country, you know, like her duty and the inner voice that said with unwavering, you know, conviction, I have rights too. And mm -hmm. fellow soldiers also should have the duty to stand up, you know, and even though they lined up and received their doses, Catherine stood firm, refusing to submit to the clinic clinical trial. She knew that her decision would lead to questions, but her sense of duty to protect the principles that she holds dear far outweighed any personal sacrifice. And that is exactly it. You know, the word of her defiance should be reaching the ears of everyone. And it reached the ears, obviously, of her superiors, and they targeted her. And Catherine was swiftly brought to a military tribunal, right? 
And her unwavering stance against the vaccination trial caught is now getting the attention of the people and skeptics alike. You know, and while many may see her as a rebellious renegade, right? She's a symbol of courage and conviction in the face of conformity. And um, for 113 long days, Catherine found herself confined in the desolate walls of the brig. In the solitude of her confinement, her spirit has remained broken. She probably spent her days, they allowed her to read books, study the Constitution, anything. I don't know what she was doing. But I know that she drew her strength from stories probably that motivated her to join the Marine Corps in the first place. She's a, she's a devout Catholic and she was studying the Bible and that I think. I, see, I, I, guess that, I guess that, I guess that. And now that she's emerged from the confines of her prison, you know, she's still active duty. So she can't talk much. Right. Right. We it, need, it's, it's on us. Yeah. It's on no, us. It's, what we need to do as a nation is lift up these people and, and, and call them to what they are. They're actual heroes. They're, they, they personal sacrifice. I mean, the, you know, she's in the Marine Corps and she's young there. And, and my friend, she's, she's, she may lose her retirement after putting in over 20 years of active duty. And yet they'll sacrifice that for the principles that they're supposedly fighting for. Mm-hmm. She's the freedom to choose. And so this, you know, she, as many others, are a testament to the power of an individual to challenge the status quo of globalism. So to- I'm gonna, uh, that was beautifully said, and I'm going to just add to it, at least attempt to do half of what you just did with this analogy. She basically represents, and you're old enough, hopefully, uh, Damn. That you remember, remember when the CRT TV, when you turned it off? Yes. And the light went down to like literally one pixel. And this is an yes. analogy that Mike Lindell uses a lot. And essentially right before it turns off, you know, it goes and then boom, dies. Right. Literally, Catherine Arnett, in my opinion, is the, that pixel that is reversing the entire course of history as it applies to COVID, right? Because of what they just did to her. And that pixel is going to expand to the rest of the, the planet, I think. Because I she, she endured the pressure, the pain, and guess what? And she comes out of it with, you got to put that picture up, I just said. This yeah. is literally the picture of what I foresee. You know, She basically deflected all heat coming her way because I think this was probably in her mindset saying, you know what? You can have all the papers and everything else coming after me. You can take my freedom. Doesn't matter. You can't take what's in here. And that's what matters. And that's the thing. People bend the knee. Well, you know what I say all the time? My listeners know. They only look like giants because we're on our knees. Right? The minute the people stand up, it's game over. And we need to realize the power that we have as people, as individuals that are strongly rooted in what was meant for the constitution to do. I mean, she is amazing. Um, and uh, you know what? I'm going to say this, the greatest tee it up. Yeah. Oh, wait, we're going to go for our legend. No, no, the greatest. What do you mean? The greatest, which one with Ke- featuring Kendrick Lamar, Saya. Is Kendrick Lamar. You got that? Um, I do. Um, yeah. She's the chandelier lady. Uh, got it. Let's go. 
All right, I got it. Let me connect it. I'm a one-man band. I really need a producer. <laughs> You're doing great. I, I, really need I guess I, I never sent you the link, so I no, I got it. You're good. I okay. hate. I'm. So this I'm, is. I this am is another song. Literally, there. I was driving back from the airport, and I have my playlist. And I'm thinking, you know what? This is so applicable to our situation right now. This is literally another theme song that represent yeah. it, that embodies the courage and the ferocity that she just exudes Frequency with what she's endured the last three months, four months. Frequency is my thing. I mean, I am named after the muse of music and dance, so hey. She's got salmon on. She's got salmon on. And we'll, uh, you know what? I think we should put the video with the, with the lyrics um, when, I, when I end this show because I think it's important that people see it. You know, music is and frequencies are a way of saying things um, that you can't verbalize sometimes. You know, I wanted to say something having said that. You know, Berger, right? Head of the Marine Corps, right? <laughs> Joint Chiefs of Staff. I mean, we all know that the Joint Chiefs of Staff were the ones that wrote the anonymous letter op-ed to the New York Times. Nobody wants to talk about that, right? We're all pretending that we don't you know. You think it was, or you think it was Pence? Or No, 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 no. It was them. It was um, a very specific one, too, with the Irish name, right, that submitted it. And nobody wants to talk about it. I already know. The New York Times know I know. Why do you think they come hard at me? They come hard at me because I already know. And no one wants to talk about it. Never you, heard of that publication. Well, I've yeah. Heard, I've heard of Tori Says in your podcast. <laughs> never heard of that other one. <laughs> we should buy the New York Times. They're so broke. Like, we should just totally crowdsource the oh, money. You, oh, you're just mispronouncing it. Careful. You're going to oh. get sued for mispronunciation. It's actually called New York Slimes. Oh, okay. Hey, we, they, they have pronouns, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a family. So, I try to keep it family friendly, so... I'm not. I'm not going to use the pronouns that I, I well, label them as, well, or I should say adjectives. Yeah, a whole I mean, litany of adjectives. I, I'm going to say we should say her name, and that should be it. People should be saying her name, and and putting it out there more so because she's so young. And oh, she's literally. No, no, she's please. 23, right? And my daughter was confronted with the same. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's, in, it, it's, it's so incredible. You know, uh, many people stood up. Some people had better commands than others, okay? We know this, right? We're not talking about it, but there's a lot of commands that let that slide. And in certain jobs, right, they let that slide. No, I, I, when you know? I saw, when I got the picture, right when she was out, and I'm sure eventually it'll come out. It's just, I want, we don't want to, you know, they don't want to put her in a position where she's not violating anything, right? But bottom line is, it, it gave me chills. I'm looking at some of these I'm pictures. I'm just going to tell you, I mean, I know that awesome. in m multiple branches. And I'm hoping her mama, well, her mama's going to see her pretty soon, it looks like, is what we're hearing. Really? Oh, my yeah. God. She's probably so excited. Like, I, I want to hug her because I'm like, she's like my kid, same age, right? 
And, and it's like, damn, you know, because you know, what's not fair. And I'm going to say this and I'm, it's, it's, it's totally out of pocket for the military, but they all know those that are working on more Intel stuff. They weren't mm -hmm. forced to do it. And it's probably because they pay a lot of money <laughs> to train them, you know, and that's messed up because, you know, their cream of the crop wasn't forced to do it. And what does that tell you about the rest of the people that are serving? No, it's just a total, that's total not fair. two standards. I mean, there's, it is, it is, it is because just because they work in, you know, in the more intelligence areas, I guess, if you want to say, you know, why didn't they enforce it on them? I, I know they did at the DOD, you know, to their, to their employees, but the DOD didn't enforce it on active military personnel that work within intelligence. And that should tell you everything you need to know. The fact that nobody at Congress got it. Yeah, no one in Congress. Nobody got it. Uh, wait, let me ask this, though. They weren't mandated to get it, but then it begs the question, did Brian Sicknick receive the Pfizer or Moderna variant of natural cause of death? Or was, was it something else? Well, it's Did AIDS. you ever think about that? Wait, 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 wait. You know how they're saying they're testing everyone for AIDS now in the military? Wait, let me tell you something. And this, this, my audience knows it, right? In March of 2020, right? I was talking about AIDS because, you know, I went back to school. People don't understand it and that's fine. I don't really care just because they don't understand. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was the first Fauci flu. Well, well, for me, well, when I saw Fauci on board, I was like, holy shit, they're going to give everyone HIV. That was, I was like, damn, I was on it from the beginning when I saw what I saw years and years ago. And, you know, he was one that used to pool single moms. There was a case, Ivan, in Tennessee, it was at Vanderbilt, right? Mm -hmm. There's a young black single mom you know, she didn't even talk about her kid and, you know, she was just poor and she was struggling, but she didn't say anything about her son because she didn't want them to take him away. Right. Right. She in there because she was sick or something. And they, and they told her she had HIV and she freaked out because she had a kid and, and they were like, we'll put you on a clinical trial. And so they took these unnamed people that had no family and told them they had HIV when they didn't. And they tested out medications and it killed her. But the thing is, she had, you know, not shared that she had family and her sister fought. There's records of that, that they would lie to patients so they could get them on clinical trials. And I'm buzzing. Is that a bat phone? Sorry. Sorry. Uh, oh, that's a bat phone. That sounds like a hard line. I'm just saying. Got one of those too. Do you want to, do you want me to mute? No, no, no. I'm muting myself. Keep sure. going. No, because you're like red and you're like, damn, she's right. Um, so as he steps away, right? as he steps away, um, we all knew that AIDS was coming because I, I, I knew that's why I sat next to that guy at the desk that found the correlation between malaria and AIDS. And just because you don't believe it doesn't mean it's not true. But I said to everyone, watch. They're giving us every, they're giving everybody AIDS. They're giving them HIV. And then Moderna comes out, oh, we binded the spike protein with a very well-known virus, just a little bit of HIV. That sounds like I'm a little bit pregnant. I'm a little bit this. Like, how do you just yeah, yeah. a little bit of HIV yeah. and not yeah. tell people, hey, I binded the spike protein with HIV. And now, you know, all the medications we're coming out are retrovirals for HIV. And now they're testing everyone for HIV. They gave everybody AIDS. Like, it's not AIDS. No, nah, you, you know, 
Colonel Teresa Long, whistleblower? Yes. yes. Yeah. So she has some studies that she shared with the DMED database. But I got to ask you, so I'm actually looking here at the website. Right. Right now, we're at, within basically within a day, we're at 12,600 and the goal is 100. Do you think we can uh, challenge folks to get to that point before we hang up on this call? Well, is that, is that is that a little too aggressive? Um, I'm pretty sure that people that will hear her story, damn, we can't even, I want to talk to her mom. I want to hug her. Dude, she must be going through hell. Your kid in prison for 113 days, all by the I, I spoke with her three days ago, and it was absolutely gut-wrenching. Actually, you know what? Let's, can we, I'm going to. Mute? I put a post. Okay, where? Of an email that her mom sent me. Did you send it to me? I put it on my Telegram. Oh, let me find and you. I, I would like, you have a more beautiful voice than I do. I'm going to read it. Just read that as a mother. I think it would be much more powerful coming mm -hmm. from you because your daughter is, you know, almost the same age. See, yeah, in two days she turns twenty-three. Is that it? The one? No, that's Chuck Schumer. Hold on, where do I find it? I'm looking for it. Uh, I'm looking for it. I think this send is send it to my DM, like directly. Send it to my DM directly. I think, you know, the one thing that we should all get behind is our soldiers. You know, they fight for our rights every single day. And, you know, their their rights should be upheld too. And and that's what is important, right? Um, it is really important. Um, I just sent it to you. If you could post that yeah. on the screen let me, share. Yep, let me get it. So I'm going to read my part. Okay, I see it. That I wrote. And I'll read it. So I'm gonna take the video off because I don't wanna. I don't want you guys to see. And just in case I get emotional. Oh my gosh! I know, right? <laughs> it is. I just saw a part so, of it, and I'm like, damn! I can speed read, so I already here, read. Here, here's what I got. This is what I wrote in my post. Just got off the phone with Lance Corporal Catherine Arnett's mother, Victoria. Still wiping tears of embarrassment, anger, and fury from my eyes that I did not get involved much more aggressively and sooner. I apologize to Mama Arnett for that, and she provided me with this prayer. Keep the faith, Catherine, and Mama Victoria. We are prepping the wagons. The circling is about to commence. They will. And let me read her letter now. Hello, Mr. Aikland. For our conversation, I pray scriptures over Catherine and this daily prayer, a mom's prayer. Heavenly Father, we love you. We praise you. We adore you. Thank you for all our blessings. Place a protective hedge around Marine Corporal, Marine Corps Lance Corporal Catherine Arnett. Keep her safe and protect her. May her guardian angels protect her physically, mentally, and spiritually as they light her, guard her, rule her, and guide her. Amen. Pray for protection. The Marine Corps, Lieutenant Corporal Catherine Arnett, and other Marines in the same situation for not taking the COVID-19 vaccine. She was placed in the brig on January 23rd, 2023. Pray that the court-martial charges are dropped because she and others did not take the COVID-19 vaccine. Pray that all Marine commanders over all the Marines at the Iwakuni Japan base will finally have their thoughts 
directed to all that is true, all that deserves respect, honest, pure, admirable, decent, virtuous, and worthy praise. Pray that the commander's hate for the unvaccinated does not turn to vindictiveness and further persecution. Bring the right people to help Catherine and other Marines to guide them and speak up on their behalf. Guide both sides, Holy Spirit. I pray that our government representatives will listen to the stories of persecution taking place on the unvaccinated soldiers. Thank you, Lord, for yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory. Amen. Man. Amen. Man. You know, and, and, and the thing is, right, I think a lot of people, military and civilians and whatever, they're upset that they took it and you didn't. They're like, why were you smarter than me? And now I have HIV issues. It's more of a spitefulness that you didn't fall in line, yet you're fine and they're not. You didn't follow the rules and rightfully so because they weren't rules that should have been followed, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and it's a spitefulness because they were upset. If you remember when they were banning people from entering restaurants, they were so pretentious. Yep. I remember sitting across my sister, Ivan, and she's like, oh, we could sit here and eat. Aren't you glad everyone's vaccinated? And I just looked at her like, what the heck? She's like, they don't deserve, you know, it was like the people don't deserve to have liberties if they don't fall in line. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then that's how they felt. They were like, you're the loser. You're not playing the game right. So you deserve to be out in the street. You deserve to not be able, be able to enter places. Just follow the rule. Right. And, you know, rules, they say, are meant to be broken, but rules should be consensual. Right. They shouldn't uh, be, uh, I would say, one way street and they shouldn't be hindering on our rights as a people. And if anyone, I would have expected that all military personnel would have stood up because if all military stood up and that's the thing, don't we have that common running, you know, kind of, you know, we're all shipmates, battle buddies. Where was that when this came down? Where was that? Well, I'm going to say this. Uh, where was it? Uh, where was it? Why didn't everyone battle buddy up? Why didn't everyone like shipmate up? You know, when that came, why didn't they stand together? You know, it, it blows my mind because with anthrax, people stood together. Remember? Uh, I, I, no, it wasn't as coercive in nature back then. I was actually, st- I was in, I was early in my career, I, I spent yeah. 25 years in. And uh, guess what? Uh, I I think I took this. Yeah, I took the same exact stance on that one too. I did. I mean, I was. I I had to. And I believe I was the yeah. only only one because they went through that legal process, and then the the courts ruled that it was uh you know EUA. It's unenforceable, and they kind of ended it there. So then, why did they not use that here? I mean, you know, bottom line, Ivan. All well, no. Well, because you had the FBI curated, manipulated, coerced big tech and mainstream media making money hand over fist at the at the hands of their major sponsors, so that the curated, manipulated data would force everyone into believing 
it was the end-all be-all cure for humanity to get injected with the DNA mutilation injection. Unless it was J&J, then it was just a whatever you want to call it, some sort of inoculation. That it was also a clot shot. Well, well here's the thing. In a hierarchical structure of the military, right, commanders of each branch are expected to follow orders issued by their superiors, right? We understand that. That, that would include the Secretary of Defense and the commanding uh, officer of the United States, right? <laughs> RCO, mm -hmm. right? The Secretary of Defense is a civilian appointed by the president, right? highest ranking official and responsible for the Department of Defense because the Secretary of Defense provides strategic direction and policy guidance to the military. However, military commanders, commanders of military branches are not entirely devoid of agency or the ability to challenge right. certain orders. They have a duty to assess the legality, morality, and feasibility of these orders that they receive. If a commander believes that an order is unlawful, unethical, or goes against military regulations, they have the responsibility to voice their concerns and seek clarification through chain of command. Yeah, but, he, but, he, mo, mo, but here's the problem is that most people that are in the position of Lance Corporal Catherine Arnett are not, unless they have massive initiative, they're not going to have the wherewithal, really the knowledge, because they haven't been equipped with the fundamental basic understanding of the Constitution to be able to withstand these unlawful, corrupt decisions and orders coming from above. It's right. very but, few people. But, but, I mean, but, but I'm not saying the responsibility. Look, Lance Corporal Catherine Arnett challenged right? The orders that came from the top and her commanders dropped the ball. Because if a commander believes that an order is illegal or sees that it's illegal, they can refuse to comply and would report their concerns to the Secretary of Defense, as well as legal advisors, appropriate. And she general. tried within her capability to do so. And then the barrage and the tax kept coming and kept coming. Well, you know why? And I'll tell you why. And, I, and I've said this many times before, and I've worked with a ton of generals and admirals in my in my lifetime right it it's politics it's a political position and i think you know everybody acquiesced i mean I yeah well you know how that is you know because when you turn into a brown shoe right it's a total different ball game right and it's all politics and a lot of people you know that enter you know as butter bars well, guess what if you keep if you co you know cooperate graduate shut up and color yep you don't become a legend or legendary that's literally left for very few people on the planet. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, that's I, when we tee up. Listen, if we wanted legend. to fix this, listen, if we wanted to fix this and make this an example for our military to follow, we should take that. We should just take all the heads of the heads of all our branches. The Joint Chief of Staff should be thrown under the bus. All the leaders. Of it's the not about throwing under the no, bus. No, no, they have that's, they that's have too you. benign. That's no, no, way no, no, too no, no, benign. No, it, 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 listen. It's throwing under the bus means I, I strip you and you have nothing, right? So this is a lesson going they, forward. They need to face at a minimum exactly what they did. They to need Lance a military Corporal. tribunal. They need to be stripped of their honors. So that they is the precedent that they set. Her entire chain of command needs to experience at a minimum what they did to her. Minimum. Well, her chain of command, I'm saying, hey, have you ever commanded? Okay, so obviously I was in a more private capacity, right? But I've, I've, I've had battalions and units that would, you know, 
listen to us contractors, right? You know, you know how JSOC works and stuff, right? Okay. So let's just leave it like that. But, Never heard of it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you're responsible if someone, if something happens to the people that you're in charge of, that is the premise of the chain of command. So I, if it was me, like Trump administration comes in, I'd be like, yo, I highly recommend we take their heads off with their heads. I'll be the so, damn queen. I mean, here, here's one course of action that I would advocate for. And I've been kind of talking about, I haven't like solidified an exact uh, path forward, but generally speaking here, here's my thought on this is that those that implemented illegally uh, or because the, the order as written was lawful, but the implementation was illegal. So oh. those that participated in the illegal implementation of the mandate, guess what? At a minimum, you're relieved if you're in a leadership position. And then you face at a minimum the same consequences that at a minimum the same consequences that you did to Lance Corporal Catherine Arnett. I guess we'll, we'll do the, the NDAA of 2024, the, the Catherine Arnett Retribution Act. Yeah, right? we should have an amendment in there. Yeah, that's right. right? Yep. And then number two, those that, so those will get not demoted, they'll be relieved and removed and then uh, punished uh, criminally. And then number two, those that just without critical thinking skills, particularly the higher rank you are, the less you did your research on this particular mandate and the illegal right. policies behind it, you're going to just remain in place, right? If there was no malicious behavior and you didn't coerce another person into it, because you, you have the right to accept whatever you want into, into your body, basically, even if it's poison. I mean, a lot of people like do drinking and, and obviously drugs is, is, a, is a criminal charge. So you can go ahead and remain in place, but you're going to finish your career how long you want to serve at that same rank. You're not going to get promoted because it was dereliction of duty, essentially. And then for those that were the victims or the targets, if you will, because let's just face it, if you were what the other side would call a victim, we don't call ourselves victims. We call ourselves a target. And I'm sure Catherine Arnett is going to say, I wasn't a victim. I was a target of the weaponization against me. So well, the targets of that weaponization will at a minimum be frocked two ranks up minimum depending on how much they had to withstand in that process and if you use that standard we're talking i mean she basically in my in my book needs to be frocked up to basically 06 to 07 well let me tell you if i i i know general neller's work who was before burger right i um had to study uh operation of uh what was it cause and liberty down in um uh, oh, fuck's sake, Panama, because that's where we set up our linguist centers, right? So I had a study up on him, but I ran into his work when he was doing the policy division for the Supreme Headquarters Allied Powers in Belgium, right? Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah. If he was around, if he was around when this happened, I think he would have been the general to stand up and say you know, I have a responsibility and a duty to my fellow Marines. I can only think of one general that stood up against this nonsense. Who? Guess who that is? Flynn. Exactly. And Spalding. Spalding. Okay, fair enough. Right. Star. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. I, I, yeah. You know, that, that is important that we need to call them. And so it kind of hurts me that Neller wasn't around because I could... I mean, I saw the way he would work with our allies. He considered none of them allies. <laughs> so he was really good. But, you know, ultimately, the decision to challenge any order rests with the commander. 
And they must be prepared to face potential consequences for their actions. And I believe if we had one person that had a steel spine, you know, you know who led by example, in my opinion, more so than probably anybody else. Have you heard of Lieutenant Colonel Brad Miller? Yes. I haven't heard of 19 and a half years. He said, you know what? You know, I, I can go ahead and submit a religious accommodation, but this is all theater. I'm, he basically said, I'm a full stop. No, That's on, on many saying. levels, Yes. on constitutional, legal, moral, ethical, and religious reasons. I'm just a full stop. No. I would tell and people so if you, if you fall into the institution hole. failed America and the institution went totally contrary to our principles our constitutional our constitutional values and so i don't know i, I gotta ask you, you, you can, can we close out with the the last song yeah with the lyrics yeah with the lyrics yeah and as, as you tee that up i want you if you haven't listened to this song i want you to listen closely to the lyrics and i don't know maybe you can help out i don't know how good your video editing skills are or if anybody out there wants to put something together uh to mash it up essentially you know Consider taking this song, and as you hear uh, the phrase couple of weapons, don't think of kinetic weapons. Think of the Bible and the United States Constitution as you think about that and think about the predicament that Catherine Arnett was in. So as I, this is one of my favorite songs to pump me up for working out, uh, get the kids ready to be, you know, before swim meets. Really? It's basically, yeah. That's that's so dope. I'm just saying. That's the, the, dope. As you're listening to this, it's called Legend. For those that play virtual reality. Oh, that's the one you beat, want. Legend. Beat Saber. You've heard of this song. You want Legend with with lyrics? Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. Feet when you well, yeah, when you listen to what's that? Feedback chat. Yep, featuring oh. back chat. And as you listen to a couple of weapons, think of. Bible in one hand and U.S. Constitution in the other. You know, I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say this. I think that all of us should. Uh, well, I guess the military personnel that's pissed should demand the heads of the commanders. You know, it's it's really important because they should be held responsible. They were irresponsible. They have a duty to the people that they command. You know, if if something happened during an operation that you're in charge of or I'm in charge of, whose head's going to go? Is it going to be your Lance Corporal or is it going to be you? It's going to be you. And so they had a duty to them and they failed, right? They failed. Dereliction of duty. Corey Mills, congressman from Florida, drafted articles of impeachment against this fake Secretary of Defense, Austin, and he laid it out in a, a couple weeks ago in a hearing. And let me just say this. He's tracking this story. And he's going to be updated on a regular basis of what's going on. He's very closely observing. And so are other members of Congress. Well, that's uh, if I were a guessing person, it would be if I was guessing who is our favorite seal currently in the Congress. A guy by the name of Eli Crane, Arizona, former Navy SEAL, freshman congressman. Do you know who I like? Scott Perry from Pennsylvania. Scott Perry, head of Freedom Caucus. Dang, uh, I'll, he's, I'll he's, update him. He's well. We'll meet on the. Uh, we'll meet next week, and I think like after the Durham thing, we should go and meet a couple people. Yeah, and we need to identify who the nine remaining of the sixty 
that said it had all the earmarks of a Russian disinfo campaign. We need to out those names. Well, everybody says I'm 51, you, it's actually 60. I'm going to tell you, that was, that was the most dopest box they got into. Because, you know, the one thing I can tell you about Brennan and Clapper, right? I try to catch Brennan on the way in and the way. Oh out my God! Out. Stop! Oh my God! If he sees me, oh my gosh! I wish I could come from. I, I, <laughs> I could. I'd probably, I'd probably be terrified. Um, only because it's like you know, it's like seeing your superior that whipped you into position, you know. But um, they walked into a box because they are so confident that their subordinates mm -hmm. would never betray them. That they got caught and you know i think that this would be ideal to hold those were those were the true seditious conspiracy well, well here's the deal you know bottom line is these people have nice cushy jobs right they're making a ton of money you know and they've they this should be seen as a campaign contribution to the biden campaign Mm -hmm. Remember how they were going after President Trump with that Stormy Daniels thing for information that he paid her for? And they said, oh, $130,000. And that's like, you know, because to squash the story of him, you know, and he's a germaphobe. We all know he's not going to go with Stormy that's been with everybody and their mother, right? So mm -hmm. it's, so they wanted to get him on campaign violations for not saying that it was a contribution for 130000 right. Well, how do you say 51 intelligence officials how big of a campaign contribution well, was that? I say earlier this morning, uh, Jim Jordan just wrote a, a letter to the CIA to basically get more details of the message traffic between the former CIA and the current CIA. Hey. And hopefully, as he digs oh, into that, he's going to showcase, oh, you're communicating with your homeboy, Eric Cheramella, and oh, your no, other no. homeboys that that remember those that yeah, wrote the intel no, community assessment no. of foreign interference. I even know in they're the going to election. Sign. Tory may be rolled up with that one. So, um, well, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. You know better than I. I no, I give people the freaking cardboard and they just build their box, you know? So it's like, it's, it's, it's pretty, I think this would be ideal for us to, um, to utilize it as they should be seen as campaign contributions to the Biden campaign. And then we can sue them and just pay our debt to China, the 33 trillion that we owe. Cause among them, we could get 33 trillion. I mean, we could take everything Brennan has. His wife is pretty good at real estate, you know. I'm hey, just somebody just texted me. We're up to 15K almost. Really? Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Awesome. Man, I feel I feel You're bad. Awesome. I'm paying for a wedding. I only had $250 <laughs> to, to provide. Well, I'm gonna drop some more too. So <laughs> yeah, I you know, I, I pay it forward all Let's the time. Let's go, folks. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, we, we basically pulled in another six K since we started this. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. You know, people, people support, you know, my employer is the people I don't sell stuff. I've got the best employer. It's like fortune, fortune, 1 trillion. Right. And it, <laughs> when, they cut, when they cut my SOCOM contract, I was like dead in the water. I'm just saying. So anyway, um, bottom line is, you know, we need to be holding these people accountable. I can't wait to see you on the, I'm literally going to come there. I'll probably be a little bit busted up because I got, you know, surgery on Wednesday, but I'll be fine. Maybe I'll talk funny, but, um, I can't wait. Don't, hey, don't kill yourself. We need like, you in the fight. If you no, no, no. I want to see John Durham because I, you know, when no, people I, are like, I don't you? know if he told you this, I attended the whole Danchenko trial. So Stop. I saw him, I attended the whole Danchenko trial and I attended a few days. I wasn't able to attend the whole thing, but the Sussman trial. So like, 
I don't know. I get the whole problem that we're in. He's and a good the, person. And Congress he's is still catching me. up to reality. I feel that he's forgiven me. Notice that the Durham report from yesterday or Monday. Mm. Notice who they didn't talk about. Let me just list some names before we, we talk, this should out. We, should we go Obama? Because you know, they, everyone's like, oh, they're covering up for Joe Biden. No, man. They're no, covering they're covering up for Mike Pence. Obama. Obama. They're covering. No, no, I argue who, who was appointed by Chris Ray. He was teed up by Chris Christie and Mike Pence. Okay. Let's just be, face reality. And who teed up Robert Mueller? It was done by Rod Rosenstein at the behest of the Bush Cheney Pence crew. Wait. In order to appoint Mueller, because Trump refused to take in Mueller to replace Comey. And so the next day, Mueller was appointed as special counsel to keep Trump in the box so that they had a, a mechanism to create the necessary public court of opinion frame, if necessary, to trigger a 25th Amendment removal. It's mm -hmm. all about leverage. It's all about control. They didn't have any leverage or control of Trump, and they had to manufacture it after he secured the nomination in July of 2016, when they launched Crossfire Hurricane. I don't, they don't ever talk about that aspect of it. And that's the only aspect that I investigate. All roads lead to Pence, in my opinion. You see, you know. But that's for another like five hour show. Well, to no, I mean, I'm just saying with Pence, we should do a show on Pence because I could tell you, you know what Pence did to me? I'm going to be straight with you. Well, I was, I was showing, I wanted to show the CCP stuff and show how the U S army Corps engineer were kind of co-oping on money laundering through a state funded bank in North Dakota. Right. Mm -hmm. So I had sent out invites to president Trump and, and Pence. And I was like, yo, I'm just going to go in all in and do this like little event thing to bring them here and fucking shine some light on this, you know, cause then they'll see right by our nuke silos. <laughs> we got CCP, you know, just bring them in. And man, was I targeted. And I'll tell you what I said, the email flotus responded hey i'm not going to nope. um uh, vp karen you know pence's wife was like yo cool yeah. guess who turned up to minot freaking north dakota two days after i sent it fucking pence and the thing is trump didn't even know wait wait did you organize that yeah i did that's why i got maimed that's why people keep talking oh it was you yes and that's the thing. And then you, you connected so many more dots for you, me. I'm telling you, we could talk about Benz. <laughs> you know, I've got emails from fucking high up there. Oh. Girls saying, Damn, who is this bitch? And the thing All is, right. I think it, we I might need to break some bread for a we few are going days. To, I know, but <laughs> why do you think they came so hard on me? Why would the attorney general, he called me, he was like, oh, so you knew this person and that? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, who are you? I was like, you right, we're going to have to sit down and do a whole link analysis diagram based on what you and and i know and i think we're Pence, two, two days gas. later i'm telling you two days later he came up and president trump didn't even know he was coming and he was pissed he's like where the f why is he going there and it's like yeah he was going there because they were gonna box tory in and they were gonna fuck me and they did ivan they, they so they scratched okay oh my god the the stuff they filed and i looked at the judge when 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 he was like you need to produce documents i was like i don't need to produce shit mind your business he even tried to cut me off the internet and then people were calling me a fraud and i was like damn i have to eat this they're humiliating me right now but at least i'm not dead so i'm all right <laughs> so because i had really big people after me i don't think people understand that and the fact that they humiliate me is like damn and it started 2017 october 25th with pence he kicked it off because he knew i know all the shit about indiana i know all the money that he's getting i know the funds offshore when we shut that stuff down in the caribbean 
Caribbean with Tiger. You know, he's in with Pelosi on that. Like, I could start spitting fire, but I just don't have the capacity for that bandwidth. But maybe. All right. Not not right now. Yeah. We've been going quite Let's some go. time. Let's go. Let's go. Hold up. Before, before you play it, can mm. you post this picture that I'm sending okay. to you right now? I got it. I don't know if you can you do lyrics over a picture while the song is playing. Are you yeah. that good? Damn. I uh, listen. What is it? What is it that they get? <laughs> when they want to roll you up, what do they do? Capabilities, right? I got to I got to play a dumb. I don't All know. Right. Let's, I just let's, let's, let's go maximal because she Oh, I love this. She earns it. She earned it. I love this. I wish I could so do I just sent you the top. DM picture. Oh, I love this. I love I like her crucifix. It's really nice. I'm like Damn, I love this. Guys, check this picture out. Like, she's badass. Oh, man. Her mom should be so proud. Hold on. Let me put this on the screen so people can see it. Dang. You know what? This chick should be running the Marine Corps. I'm just saying. I mean, in the new Trump admin, she should be, like, part of, like, something. You know? It's the revamped no snake. I don't know about what her desires are, but I am going to be supporting her pathway to freedom. And then whatever she decides, she's a grown woman. She's a kid at 23. My gosh, I was doing some crazy <laughs> stuff. I don't even know how I'm alive. Obviously I was doing a lot of things, you know, um, you know, globally, right. Work wise, but I was still a kid. Like, I don't know if I was in her position, if I would have been as strong as her, honestly. Like, you know, that's, that's her mom did a great job. And Absolutely. I think all of us should be aspiring to give them foundations like that, you know, to stand strong. Um, wow. So fantastic. Um, okay. So let's play the song. I'll see you next week. I'll text you. Do the I'll picture. Yeah, I did the picture. Did you not see? I don't. Well, I'm not. No, do the picture. Play the song. Do the lyrics, and then oh, I want to get your feedback of the song as it applies to the situation. Oh man, because I don't think you've heard it either. I don't uh, know. Well, I play video games, but don't tell anyone. So, <laughs> but <laughs> like, like, like Clay says, it's just between you and me and the millions that are listening. Yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> I mean, I'm a pretty open book. That way, <laughs> it's there. But I don't. I don't have the the capability of doing the lyrics on top. Okay, fair enough. So, um, per se. So let's go. Guys, I have the lyrics. Take a listen. You are now watching the lecture, so sit back and let the show begin. The pro is in, you know it's in, but go and get me loaded in. And no offense, but suckers ain't got close to no chance. I'm gonna win, my flow is so much dope, then and no begin. Oh my lord, here we go again, it's going on and on, though. You can catch me up in that jungle, I'll be going ape like Congo. Hit them points up on toe, wanna hit them up with that gun blow, that triple I'm a living legend. You ain't heard yet. You not get the message from the moment that I'm stepping in. I get a couple weapons here and turn to a beast when I'm ready. Okay, so that's dope. Just gonna say, oops, my playlist came on. Okay, I'm gonna share something, Ivan. Yeah. That's a really dope song. But you know how we all listen to songs when we walk around. You know. Yeah. You said this is inspiring. I listened to something. If people actually YouTube it, it's called "Getting in the Mindset of a 19th Century Villain." <laughs> oh, that's the stuff that's going through my ears when I walk around. <laughs> I like some drill, you know, trap beats with like Arabic and foreign music, and it's like super dope. But you know, hey, this Mama Arnett, God bless you for raising what 
the embodiment of an American should be that stands firm in what our nation stands for. And, you know, Ivan, I've been watching this. February is when it came on my radar from friends in Japan, in Masawa, Japan, actually. So that's how I found out. But I was just watching. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And attention and trying to figure out who was the one that started it, how they were doing it. Because you know what we need to see? The communications within themselves, right, of how they were orchestrating it. We need to see how JAG, right, started to formulate these charges, right? How are they doing it and with what justification? And again, I'm back to the point that we have hearings on this. We need all the heads of each branch. Their heads need to be rolling. Oh, yeah. They should not have any retirement. I don't care if you did something great. It's like saying a soldier went out there and fought for his country, but he comes home and beats the crap out of his wife or kills his kids. He's not a hero, right? And right now, these people, they may have done heroic things climbing up the ranks, but hey, Burger, yeah, you know, you don't deserve anything. And I really wish Neller was 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 in command. I think that 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 he would have stood up for the Marines. I, I that's my belief. I could be wrong, right? That's my oh. belief. I could be wrong. So how many hundreds of thousands, million plus active duty, right? And across the whole force, DOD, three million plus. How many names can you think of that stood up against this entire CCP nineteen mandate tyranny? I got, we got the number one draft pick, Catherine Arnett. Actually, we do oh, because she's so young, which means that she's the type of person we want representing us overseas and in uniform. And that's the standard everyone should, you know, I hope my children live up to that standard too. You know, all of us should be hoping that, that, that they, they embody, you know, the foundations of this nation, Ivan. She's mm -hmm. she's twenty three. My my, like I said, my daughter's turning twenty three. One hundred and thirteen days. Two days. She's in confinement, pretrial confinement, charged with charges that were downstream from her not accepting the EUA injection. And that was already. And then she was placed in solitary confinement. I'm hearing. Why? Because they were still trying to test her. No, they needed this to was post, This was post-mandate removal by Congress, the illegal mandate removal by Congress. So retroactively, just to make an example that you need to listen to what we say, huh? That's the way it is, right? We'll play that game. You, that's you, what they want to do. You just yeah. violated my little sister and my constitution. Prepare to be violated. That's all I can say. That's what's up. All right. Ivan, you need to come on. You know what? We need to do a Pence show. Can we do that? We should do a Pence show. That's going to be like 18-hour show. Oh, my gosh. No. We <laughs> do, we'll break the internet. We'll do like a, a two-week two special daily. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I would like I would start it from October 25th, 2017, when he turned up to the Minot Air Force Base. No, no. This has to go back to 2001. Well, Okay. I can go back there. I know he was that a congressman, true. freshman. I know when he was the one that helped draft the Patriot Act in two. Yes, I know, I know, and you and know, and that's where it all starts. Always best friend. Stop. We got to stop. We're going on two hours, yeah. Tori. Two hours is my I show. I thought we were only going to do three. Done. 
Oh, Probably. you do a two-hour show? I thought I, I, was, I thought I was gonna do like fifteen minutes, thirty minutes. No, 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 no. I do a two-hour show every day. I I bust. Or I hustle because I want my audience and the people that listen around the world to 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 know what's important to know and to learn because knowledge is the best weapon, and that is you know what breaks the spell of tyranny is knowledge, and you know I just want to. I can't wait. We'll we'll do Pence, and we could do that because I could tell you about his best friend, Cuthbertson from the FBI, because they tag team it in two thousand four. I got. Oh, no. And what about his chief of staff, formerly Brian Pitcock, and his wife Catherine Seaman, who uh, worked for who was it, Andrew McCabe, if I'm yep, not mistaken. Yep. Well, you know, and then you talk about Comey and freaking Mueller, and everybody forgets that you know during the Bush administration, you know, Comey, a freshman U.S. attorney from New York with only a year and a half under his belt, suddenly became acting attorney general. Right? Do you remember that? Stop! And stop! We're gonna go down another eighty-four-hour rabbit hole. I know. I know. Anyway, Let's I'll focus on Catherine. Yeah, I'm seeing the numbers. I'm looking at it. Looks like we're doing good. Hopefully, you guys share this. Get the story out. I mean, get get the story out. I'm sure. About it. I'm we sure. I'm kind of like getting this thing out there. They're getting things organized. There will be press releases. If you want to have like current updates on what's going on, uh, basically follow Pipe Hitter Foundation Twitter, I think, and then Terminal CWO. Is there a way to, for me to drop a message in the chat? Or do you? Or you yeah, you, you can it? send it to me. I could just put it on there too. Okay, so Terminal CWO on Twitter. And I believe he's on some of the other ones, Twitter, uh, Telegram, Twitter, and a couple other ones. And then the I'll pipe hitter. Channel too. Uh, let me find out. So Eddie Gallagher just put out a video uh, yesterday. I think Joe Kent retweeted it. Let, let's get some big names to push it out. I know I know. General Flynn uh, posted a Telegram post of, of Terminal CWO's telegram post but we need to get it across to all yeah, we need to, we need to get clay clark we, we, they do a ton of events just to at least get earwigs in uh you know have you ever thought of you know just uh who else would be great i mean what panels can we use i mean uh, here it is pipe hitter i love the name of that she's definitely a pipe hitter if you don't know what that term means pipe hitter is the vernacular or the street slang name for a special operator that's a uh, you know what I'm going to break free from my clean edit. It's basically a pipe, uh, a special operator. That's a total badass. So she is now considered within our community as a total pipe hitter, meaning you take a pipe and you bludgeon the enemy. However you want to figuratively, literally. And in this instance, basically the demons she's just bludgeoning them all you know she is and she's young too and that pisses them off too you know the younger you are the more they're like damn <laughs> why isn't she indoctrinated to just obey so ivan we'll there it is pipe hitter fdn oh there FDN we go website. let me add that too then let me so you'll, you'll get all updates from there i put um terminal so that we don't you know we we don't want to negatively impact the attorneys that are working through the you know the, the judicial system uh, but it's gonna be hard. I want to see what, what about these JAG officers? Don't they feel like crap doing this? Well, you know, in the span of about 24 hours of maximal pressure campaign, they went from like radio silent to next thing you know, they just dropped her off outside of the base, just literally on her own. It was well, as though they're like, Hey, we want nothing to do with you. We want to set it up so that you don't know what's going on, so you don't show up to your next hearing. We can get you in contempt. There's just like all these things going on. 
And I, I think they're starting to feel the heat. And luckily, I, I, I got to thank you, Tori, because I, you have so many options of all these different guests. Honored to be here. Uh, and I'm honored to be I've able been, to I, know I, enough I, to tell the story to do justice, at least to start the just, justice process. Honored. Yeah. We've been saying I've wanted you on. I, I think like. Yeah, but you know, I mean, right. you're I've busy. Been, I do. Oh, that's an understatement. Right? <laughs> that is a total understatement. Like, total understatement. Yeah, so are you. I mean, we play phone tag all the time. You know, I found you on Snapchat. What's well, the right moment? It's the like, right moment. Oh, yeah, it was perfect. So listen, um, I'll see you next week. And maybe right. I can I can send a couple of emails. So maybe we can hit up some meetings after the hearing. Yes, absolutely. Because I would really like to push to have hearings with military personnel right now that are undergoing this because that's important because now that it's yeah, so I'm, I'm putting together a list. One of the people that's listening in, I think he's uh, helping a couple of folks are helping me put together a list of literally, you know, cause when you do the public hearing, you have, you have four witnesses. Usually they max it out as, you know, three majority witnesses and one mi uh, minority witness, minority party. Well, we could get one from each, each branch. So we've got Catherine Marine Corps. We got Carla uh, air force. I know there's Navy uh, here in Ohio, right? And um, there's army too. There's a let's pick up the litter on that. I mean, so I, here's who I would recommend. Obviously, number one draft pick is Catherine. I don't know if you heard of Lieutenant Mark Bashaw's story. He was court-martialed, and that's the one where the I, I, I correct myself. Somebody corrected me. It was the staff judge advocate, not the prosecution, but the staff judge advocate was Vinman. Okay, that's that case. That's and then, and then, and then you have uh, Major <laughs> Sam Sigaloff who was a doctor at Fort Huachuca that basically said, oh, no, no, I'm going to be doing some informed consent, and uh, I basically don't recommend this thing. And that's because and he they treated Huachuca. him as a total domestic terrorist. Right, right. But the, thing is, said that. but the thing is, Fort Huachuca, that's where all the brains are. Do you know? That's the home of hey, the hey. Five Maris. U.S. Army Intel School. Let me tell you, five Marises have been through there, right? There's going to oh. be a sixth one, too. All of us have been through there. So another one, Seth Ritter, captain, kidnapped into behavioral health gulag for exposing corruption at Fort Benning. And when they started questioning him, the first questions that they asked of him was, oh, were you at January 6th? Oh, do you think that the 2020 election was illegally conducted and illegally certified and that Mike Pence also did not allow a quorum? What does I mean, that have to I do with vaccines? It, of course. Yeah, but what yeah. does that have to do with vaccines? Because that's what they're asking people that are denying the vaccine. Mm -hmm. They're asking them about elections. 80% of the country, I think, at this point realizes that the 2020 election was totally raw dog illegal. Oh, hey, Ivan, I was saying that they were going to steal it from like early 2020. I saw that shit when the writing was on the wall. I was I was telling my audience in a nice way. I was like, listen, who's going to call the elections? It's going to be the media. Don't even think that it's going to be brick and mortar hey, media. And I was right. I tried and I'm still trying to correct hey, this. Hey, you, when you see the Dominion's attorney was Greg Bauer, right? who was part of the Mueller investigation, former FBI counsel, and he's flanking Dominion, like, and, and he's posing with, with freaking Biden two days after the election. You're like, the fix was so in. It was so G in. No, no, no. Why no do you have way. to pronounce these people's names? It's Jiden. Manchurian candidate Jiden. Oh, my God. He's not even there. We all know that. Like, anyway, central we're over two hours. Let's go. I'm, I'm going to get a breadcrumb and a droplet of water before moving on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let, let I, this song, I think you're going to like it. It's, okay. it's one of my favorite, it's, uh, you know, it just, here we go. God bless Ivan. I'll see you next right. week. We'll God talk. bless, Tori. All right. Bye. See ya.
Baby, I'm just crazy.